Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good Sunday morning to you, 10.07 on Sunday, October 22nd. It is The Huddle, Dave Schwartz, Pete Nigerian, Charlie Weiss. Great to have you with us. And, hmm, where will we start today, Pete? I guess, I guess maybe it'll be the catch uh, or not or lack thereof heard around the world, right? I, I mean, a, a an incredibly interesting game yesterday, I, I guess from what I gathered, the first twenty were first uh, forty weren't all that interesting, and and then uh, the last twenty was amazing. It was an it was an unbelievable turn. Um, it, you know, Pete, I'm sure you saw every second or have digested every second of it. I I have watched the highlights and seen most of what I believe is the way I kind of saw it was a pretty I guess you could call it sloppy offensive yeah. effort. A phenomenal defensive effort, and then we can get into whether we thought you know the the fair catch was was or was not a fair catch. Uh, but but what were your initial kind of takeaways from the game yesterday? You know, I, I thought we did a good job of having some ability to have a running game. I'm not trying to say it was the greatest running game we've had because it certainly was not. But at least we were able to. To move the ball a little bit, it's great to see Darius Taylor, Zach Evans, Sean Tyler. I, I think all three of those running backs, like the Gophers always have, um, did a did a very good job against one of the best defenses that I've seen. I, you know, you look around college football, and you look and you look at certain teams where they're complete, and then there are other teams that are absolutely not, and that would be Iowa because. That is the worst offense I I may have ever seen in college football. I, I yeah. really, I think Gustavus could stop those guys right now, <laughs> <laughs> and and that's not a, a a pushing out on a Gustavus even. It's right. It's just amazing. Uh, you know, it's amazing at that level, and with the you know the coaching staff and some of the pressure that's on the offensive coordinator, the coach's son, and all the rest of that stuff. Um, it's it's just amazing how bad Iowa consistently has been offensively for so many years actually you know we've we've had a, a year or two you know where we've got a quarterback but I think the reality is we've had uh 
Great tight ends come out of Iowa. Some great players on the offensive line come out of Iowa. But when it comes to quarterbacks and, and some of the what we've seen, they just haven't had it. And and even the running backs, I mean, they're okay, but they're but they're not great. So I think my takeaway was the Gophers gave gave ourselves a great chance by playing unbelievable defense, but with the caveat that that's one of the if if not the worst offense in all yeah. of college football, it's really close. <laughs> well, there, yes, and there's a couple of things that really bug me, and we'll we'll, we'll get to the catch for sure or, or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, the the fact that they couldn't even score, get in the end zone for a mm-hmm. touchdown mm-hmm. against an Iowa team that I believe gave up what 14 to Purdue. And Purdue's not very good either. Uh, that, that to me, still, you know, the fact that they had to settle for only field goals, I think, bothers me just a little bit. But ultimately, <laughs> this came down to one play. And football, you know, it never comes down to one play, right? Because it's always, it's, it's, a, it's all the plays that before it that lead to that moment, and then that play is the definitive one. So yeah. if, you, if you missed it or you didn't, you didn't see it, Cooper DeJean uh, from Iowa makes what he says is not a fair catch call. He was trying to call the re- as I understand it, Pete. He's trying to call the rest of his team away from it, so that once it bounces, he's going to pick it up and go. Mm-hmm. And you can see the video. He is pointing with his right hand, and he is almost to me what looks like waving his left hand in a way that you would get a third base coach waving a guy around to home. It's what right. it looked like to me. And at what point? And I mean, I've watched this. 12 to 15 times now. At what point, one point, his hand is above his head and his arm goes back and forth. So this is ruled an invalid fair catch. Mm-hmm. And they talked to the referee after the game, Tim O'Day, and he said the receiver makes a pointing gesture with his right hand and makes multiple wave gestures with his left hand. The waving motion of the left hand constitutes an invalid fair catch signal. So then when the receiving team recovers the ball by rule, it becomes dead. It's a reviewable element to the game. They let the play play out and then went to review. Review shows with indisputable video evidence that there was a waving motion with the left hand. I don't disagree with this. And, and listen, if you're an Iowa person, you disagree with it. I, I get it. I get it. You're, you're going to see this with whatever color glasses you're wearing. But it is a clear wave of his arm in some way it's not the traditional fair catch but it's not a non you know he's not making it very clear that he's taking it either um so it's invalid and if you do that the right thing to do is to whistle the ball dead if you make any sort of things right you may not like the call but it is in my mind the correct call yeah, I think you're right. Uh, you know, and, and we were talking, and Charlie being a huge fan as well uh, of the Golden Gophers. Charlie loves the call. Yeah, oh, yeah. Best yeah, call loved, ever, right, Charlie? Yeah, the best call. I will say this. You know, it, it always comes down to what side are you on, right? I yes. mean, because if, if you're on the Iowa side, and, and if you are the head coach who had been instructed or he instructed the, the, the refs about fair catches, and they talked about this, and he said it's got to be well above the head or whatever yep. the you know the statement was. Um, you know, that's that weird gray area then, right? Because I understand he puts his hand, he's flopping it around. You're exactly right. It's as if he's waving off something or whatever, but you know, you could see the argument that the coach could have for that particular thing because the hand was not, you know, blatantly up in the air. Now I'm, I'm just giving them that benefit of a doubt. The reality is 
at some point, uh, you know, it, it looked like he had enough movement, enough out, enough out there that it was a fair catch. It was the right call and everything else. But you hate to win like that, too. I yes. mean, you, you, you as Iowa, obviously, you don't want to lose that way. But I'll tell you, I don't know that I saw a single gopher stop playing. I don't think any of the gophers on the field acted as if it was a uh, – it wasn't no, a live no. ball. They so, tried to catch him, and, and right. very poorly, I might add. They did a yes. terrible job. Of, the, the, <laughs> the pun return on that play was not great. I mean, it was not great right. coverage. Yeah. It's, so I, I was go just going to say, go so, it, so, it, so it looks like, you know, it, it looks like everything about it is a play. So that even throws in a little bit of another element of, well, the players didn't just stop. I mean, it it would have been one thing had, had our players just said, Oh, yeah, that was a fair catch, and, and we're stopping. So, you know, you could see why the Iowa fans. It's also why the referees, that was a long time. Yeah, <laughs> That break was a really long time to try to figure this thing out, which which shows you how close this really was in terms of the call that they made. I think the most important thing, though, like you just said earlier, it does not come down to one play. The fact that they had 127 total yards, not running yards, not passing, total yards is yeah. pathetic. I mean, that is that shows you a lot about how bad their offense is and a little bit about how good I think we played on defense. And all of this gets kind of lost in this because of this play. Daniel Jackson had a great game, right? So, yep. you know, you look around and there's a lot of players that you'd like to focus on, but, you know, the the reality is the focus is all on this one play and and whether, whether or not it was a fair catch. And, right. um, yeah. you know, that that's the part that's too bad, quite honestly. And, and Pete, 127 yards, uh, the, the bigger stat there, two of those in the second half, two <laughs> yards yeah. for the Iowa <laughs> offense in the second half. You don't deserve to win a game with two yards of offense in a half. I mean, Correct. you don't want to win that way. Correct. But Iowa sure didn't seem to want to win either. No, and they had they made so many mistakes, Charlie and Dave. I mean, the fact that they had six penalties. You know, you had three turnovers. You had a couple of fumbles, an interception. You're you're averaging a point four yards per carry. I, I, <laughs> so there was a lot of reasons why. Uh, not only were we in the game, despite the fact that all we did was kick field goals, but, yes. uh, you know, the, so that part's embarrassing. I'll tell you what, I, there's one player that I, I want to highlight because we never talk enough about a lot of the players on our defensive side of the ball because we're kind of focused on offense all the time. Maverick Baranowski, that kid's a football player, man. I mean, that linebacker is a great is linebacker around. name, by oh, the way. It's one of the, it's one of the best it, linebacker it really names. Is. You know, there was Stonebreaker back in the days at Notre Dame. That was a great <laughs> name. But Baron Baronowski is just phenomenal. And Maverick being his first name. I yeah. mean, that's just killer. But that kid's a football player and 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 that whole defense should be proud because they they put it to him and you know you, you expect at least a pass that goes somewhere or whatever. Uh they just didn't do it. We suffocated that team down there in Iowa City and that's that's what you want. That's what I loved watching because I'm a defensive guy. I, I that defense really stepped up. The Gopher football program tweeted last night with a picture of Floyd of Rosedale on the on the bus coming back uh, to Minnesota. I, I we can talk about the seat belting job that you would do for a, a giant pig, an iron pig. It was interesting. Uh, this is PJ Flex' first win in Iowa, uh, and and it's the first time the team's won in Iowa since I think it was '99. Was yeah. that right? '90. I mean, yep, it's 99. been many many years. <laughs> Uh, if PJ was still in high school, 
And it made me wonder now. So, and we've talked about this, and, and we'll we'll end the segment here and begin the next one uh, in a moment. But what does this do for your thoughts? And I'm asking everybody out there your thoughts on PJ Fleck because a lot of people were out there saying his lack of good play calling, his his inconsistency, his recruiting, all these things. They're all reasons why PJ Fleck is on the hot seat. Well, now he just beat Iowa. Now he just got the first win in Kinnick in almost in, in tw- almost 25 years. So where are you now? Does this change how you feel about P.J. Fleck this season? Give us a call on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. It's the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. I'm still on the P.J. Fleck bandwagon. I'll explain why. We'll do that next. You're listening to The Huddle on 830 WCCO. This is a great song. And what's it called? Oh. Come on. Oh, now I'm going to forget it. (laughs) It's not Iron Man. I want to say Iron Man, but it's not. (laughs) I love Charlie. It's War Pigs. War Pigs. (laughs) Come on now. Oh, well played. Theme. I'm kind of I'm kind of embarrassed. I didn't know that. Um. So the Gophers win yesterday. PJ Fleck. Uh, when is, my favorite comment yesterday on Twitter was awaiting the um, release for PJ Fleck's next contract extension <laughs> after beating <laughs> Iowa. Pete, again, and I've I've said this all along. And to be completely honest with you, yesterday's win doesn't really change my thoughts any on, on no. PJ Fleck. I'm I I've never been at all this season good, bad, or indifferent. I've never thought that he should be on the hot seat. And and when you look at his per winning percentage, if you factor it in, 61%, 0.615, so 62% wins in seven years. He's got 48 wins, 30 losses. He's four for four in bowl games. Four for four in bowl games. <laughs> he is 10th all-time in winning percentage. Listen to some of the names. Now, granted, you got to take seasons out of it and games with things like that. Better than Tracy Clay is not a surprise. Better than Jerry Kill. Better than Lou Holtz. Better than <clears throat> Jeff Horton, doesn't matter. Better than Tim Brewster, right? Better than, where else was I? I lost my list here. Um, better than Glenn Mason. A better winning percentage with, than, than Glenn Mason. Now, Glenn Mason was here 10 years. P.J. Fleck was seven. I, this idea that, that the next great thing is out there to me is very puzzling. I, I don't understand this. P.J. Fleck... Has won here. He's won bowl games here. Has he won Big Ten titles yet? No, he has not. And I think that's the big thing. Seven years in, you would expect at some point that this team might contend for a Big Ten title. They've contended for a Big Ten West title, but not a Big Ten title. And, Mm -hmm. you know, college football is different now than it was ten years ago. It's different than it was five years ago. It's harder and harder, I think, in the Big Ten to contend for a title when you look at how many teams in the Big Ten East are so dang good. It's just incredible. So it's it's different, and and to think that there's another coach out there that's going to have more success, bring in better players. Now, we've talked at length about. I think the play calling could be a little bit less, um, a little bit less conservative. But I also don't think Ethan Kaliagmanis is where we think you know where we'd hoped he'd be at this point in the season. He still looks very raw to me. And there's got to be some more done there. So that, that leaves you with a finite amount of plays you can call when you have a quarterback like that. But you also have a phenomenal running game. And, and so, to me, this changes nothing. 
I still think Fleck has done a good job this year. To me, it's just great. He he beat Iowa. Another another thing in in his kind of feather in his cap. And as he would say, now I got to go beat Wisconsin because it's not mm-hmm. good. You know, you're only as good as the next day in college football. It's so true. And, and you look at what. Uh, what PJ has been able to accomplish, it, not all of it is great. We know that Big Ten were basically 500, I believe. So that's it, it's a matter of how what your perspective is. And here's the one pushback that I would have, Dave. And you you kind of alluded to this somewhat, but it isn't the East. We're in the West, and and that would be a part where I'd say, you know, we have to be better in the West because these days Nebraska has not been good, right? Purdue has not been great. Illinois has had maybe one great year uh, last year. Uh, Wisconsin has been very consistent. Iowa's fairly consistent, but, you know, we have to step up. So, you know, what's going to be the challenge is, (laughs) and if you want to go with the Glenn Mason comparison uh, there, and you said, well, Glenn was here 10 years and PJ's only been seven. Well, over the next three years, when we suddenly have UCLA, USC, Oregon, and Washington, and the dispersion, however, of any of those four come to the West, uh, because I don't know how, you know, I don't know what, they're not going to be that way the same, but it's going to be a lot more competition than than we've had. That's going to be the telltale. And and I think that's what uh, is a bit concerning to me, because if we're 500 now with um, some fairly pathetic teams year in and year out, it just makes me kind of curious, okay, how much better or do we slide back a little bit more because of those four coming in? And it's going to make make for some very some great games great and all the rest of it, some great. But that West is going to get finally tougher because you look at the East, Michigan, great. Ohio State, very, very good, close to great, probably great. Penn State, damn good, but slipping in a few areas. Maryland's getting a lot better fast. Rutgers getting a lot better fast. Yeah. Indiana and Michigan State have their issues or whatever, especially, particularly Michigan State. So when you look at the East, the East is loaded. And meanwhile, we're in an air, a, a category where we've got one of our leaders, Iowa, uh, has the worst offense in football. Yeah. <laughs> and that eventually finally bit them. But, you know, it's things like that, that that make me a little bit worried looking out into the future as far as, okay, let's see what our, you know, what our schedule is really going to look like when we have these Pac-12 teams entering into the Big Ten. That's going to make it interesting. With such a good defense and, and even um, the offense, has, the run game has, has been good, mm-hmm. I, I guess I think, and I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying, is that this really, you know, this year, next year, maybe even last year, should have been the time for the Gophers to really be contending in, in the Big Ten West, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what this comes down to, right? They're, they're not going to win the Big Ten total. They're not going to. Not when Michigan State and Ohio State are both undefeated. Even the third-place team in, in the Big Ten West only has one loss. And so, you know, this is – I think the knock there is, and, and rightfully so, is that this should be a time – this year should be a time that they are leading – the Big Ten West, mm-hmm. and so and they're not, and so I think that that that's a fair argument. We've got a, a, a so many texts coming into the City One Plumbing <laughs> talking text line. We'll get to a few of them here. Uh, I'll, I'll just get us to my a couple of my favorites. <laughs> Gopher Athletics also trying to schlep some T-shirts that say "Hogging Points." Please, we're so basic that we make a shirt 
for a 12-10 victory on a technicality. <laughs> Charlie, did you buy a T-shirt? No, but I, uh, the hate is so ridiculous. They haven't won but an Iowa But it is a little 19- silly we're making a T-shirt with a two-point victory. 1999. But it's a two-point victory a over a team a- that was ranked 24th. <laughs> yeah. A win's a win. You don't – Come on. Floyd is a major, major game. I don't care how you win. They won the game. I have no issue with a little bit of celebration. If no you want to be, if you want to be a winner, you got to act like a winner, Charlie. Well, you got to act like you've been. been there before. We haven't been. I, you don't, and I hate that saying. But Why? you want Why? to be. Why? You want to get there. Why can't people have fun? Why? Like who cares? It's the same reason why I told my son when he plays hockey that he couldn't dab just because he, he knocked a puck away. You got to act like you've done something before. Act like you've been there for Pete's sake. Why? Oh my I, I, I don't. I, I, I've heard people say that for forever. Why? I don't think. I don't think it negatively affects the team at all. Because at all, I, I don't I think, think there's any. But effect it doesn't. On. It shows us as a minor league team that has never had a share of big wins. That's what yeah, it shows. I, I got one for you guys, and, and yeah. I and I appreciate the argument. I love it. Um, I'm going to say this. Looking at the Big Ten West right now. We played Nebraska at the right time. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you take a look over the last – now, I'm not saying some of the competition. Obviously, they got whooped by Michigan, but so did we. They got beat less bad than we did, if there's such a yeah. thing. But they've won four of the last five games they've played. Now, again, it's Illinois, it's Northwestern, Louisiana Tech, Northern Illinois. I get it. But that offense is kind of coming around a little bit to to Coach Rule and – I just look around and think, wow, we, we caught them at the right time. Is somebody going to catch us? I mean, we're all looking ahead, right? And we immediately say, well, they you know, did. We, we're, we're Northwestern. Pretty- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. They looked ahead yeah. at Northwestern in the second half, for sure. Yep. But, you know, we got to be daggone careful when it comes to an Illinois team, a Michigan State team that might get pretty fired up against us, thinking we are somebody that they could take down. Uh, yeah. You know, we still got Purdue. And then you've got the big battles with Ohio State and Wisconsin. So uh, this is not a give me just yet. And I, you know, I, I just don't want the fans, Charlie, to think, you know, you can celebrate the win, but let's also remember we had four field goals to make that win. Now a win is a win. You're right, but it, it wasn't that we really were just unbelievable mm-hmm. and outplayed them to some degree. Our defense played great, but they also had the worst offense. So that was kind of neutralized out. And mm-hmm. it's it was just a matter of, you know, who was going to have the ball practically last. And I got pretty worried on the last drive when they got a second shot at it yeah. uh, against yeah. the Gophers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're right. It was, I mean, it was not a great win. I don't think anybody would say that the, the no. game that they played was some incredible, great um Great game. And so, yeah, and, and Illinois actually almost upset Wisconsin uh, the other mm-hmm. day. They, they played a heck of a game. Wisconsin had to win it at the last second. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, You know, they talk about the championship <laughs> week for this team. I just, I'm having fun. We won the I pig. I have, you know, last time we saw I'm the happy pig was, what, you. eight years ago? And yes. last time at Kinnick, 99? I'm very happy for you, and I'm happy that you're going to go buy a T-shirt as we uh, as we have the break. I support that nil. Right, All right, plates. we have a lot of these. We'll we'll get to these texts again later because we have too many to get through, but some of them are, are, are fantastic. So keep them coming on the city's one plumbing talk and text line six five one four six one nine two two six. Does the win for the Gophers yesterday change how you feel about PJ Fleck this season? Coming up next, 
hey, at least P.J. Fleck isn't sending people all around the country to spy on opponents. <laughs> there is a team that is, and we'll talk about it coming up next. You're listening to 830-WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.